Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Today I want you to turn to Colossians chapter 4 and we're going to begin at verse 7. You know, I do. I want others to see Christ in me and I need to build quality friendships with those consumed with sharing Christ. You know, quality friendships result in a quality life. If you want to be godly, surround yourself with godly friends. Paul leaves us with a snapshot of some of his closest friends. Uh, commentator John MacArthur describes Paul's friends in this way. The man with a servant's heart, Tychius. The man with a sinful past, Onesimus. The man with a sympathetic heart, Aristarchus. The man with a surprising future, John Mark. The man with strong commitment, Justice. The man with a single passion, Epaphras. The man with a specialized talent, Luke and the man with a sad future, Demas. Tychius, it just takes a few words to describe Tychius, a beloved brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant, a loving, faithful servant. Psalm reminds us that a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Travel in the first century was difficult and dangerous, yet Tychius stuck with Paul. His love for God and Paul cemented their friendship that neither prison nor thieves could break. A loving, faithful friend continues to love when all others quit. Then there's Onesimus. Uh, Paul's kindness can be seen the way he addresses Onesimus, calling him a faithful and beloved brother. Onesimus was a man with a past. While running away from his master Philemon, he met imprisoned Paul, and through him he met his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Paul viewed Onesimus much like God views Christians in Christ, we are new creations with old things passing away and all things becoming new. Onesimus was a new man in Christ. He was a loving, faithful friend. Then there was Aristarchus. It seemed like when things got tough for Paul, Aristarchus was always there. Aristarchus and another friend from Macedonia named Gaius were Paul's traveling companions. Both were seized by a rioting mob in Ephesus who fully intended to do away with Paul and all his friends. Aristarchus also traveled with Paul to Jerusalem and then sailed with him to Rome, facing difficult times during both trips. He, too, was a true Proverbs 1717 friend. Do you have some loyal, godly friends that you go to when life seems almost unbearable? Then there's John Mark. Failure need not be final. The difference between a godly person and an ungodly person is not how many times they fall, but it's how many times they get back up. Young John Mark, he started well, but then early in his ministry, he gave up and quit. God worked in his life, and he not only got back up, but he was a blessing to Peter, to Paul, and all of us who enjoy reading the Gospel of Mark today. Paul encouraged the Colossian believers to accept him. We need to be as forgiving and accepting of those who fall as God is forgiving and accepting with us. Then there's this Jesus who is actually called Justice. All we know about this friend of Paul is that he was an encouragement and a comfort to Paul, along with Mark and Aristarchus. Jesus was a common name uh, before Christ, uh, but too holy of a name to give to a son after Christ's birth. This Jesus, knowing Jesus the Messiah, humbly refused to uh, use his given name and used his Latin name, Justice, instead. Paul had a true friend in Justice, who was to him a humble encourager. Then there's Epaphras. Paul's choice of words tells us much about this man's heart and character. He was a servant, fervently labored in prayer, and he had a great zeal for his hometown and his friends in Colossae. Uh, these character traits are a description of a man who was others-focused. 
Epaphras wanted the young Colossian Christians to grow mature in their will of God. And he was a zealous exhorter who worked hard and prayed fervently for his friends. This is the kind of friend we would all love to have. This is the kind of friend God wants us to be. Then there's Luke, the dearly loved Dr. Luke. Although Luke was a physician, he sacrificed probably a high-paying occupation and special training to comfort and encourage Paul. His servant's heart gave him the opportunity uh, to learn and become an expert historian as seen in both the Gospel of Luke and in the book of Acts. He stayed with Paul from his second missionary journey to the end of his life. He was a friend who never, never gave up or quit on Paul. He hung in there to the end. Then there's Demas. There is a great contrast between Luke and Demas. Physicians normally had all the world had to offer. Luke had to forsake comforts and convenience to travel with Paul and serve him. Demas forsook serving Paul to gain the comforts and convenience of the world. Life is always a contrast of selfishness and selflessness. Demas is called a fell labor in Philemon, simply called Demas in Colossians. And that is revealed for the who he really was in 2 Timothy 4. Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. May this never ever be said of you or I. Tychius, Onesimus, Aristarchus, John Mark, Justice, Epaphras, and Luke were Paul's friends. Quality friendships do result in a quality life. Hey, our time's up, but remember today is the day the Lord made. Rejoice in it, be glad. And if you want some more help and meditations to encourage your growth, simply log on to rathummel.com. And I really hope that you have a good day.